All right, who that nation? It is the moment that you all been waiting for. Oh my God. But first, I got to let you know my name is TJ Jones. And yes, I am the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And it is time to break down the New Orleans Saints 2023 schedule. Now, here on the State of the Saints podcast, this has become a little bit of a tradition. We always have it the last game of preseason. Uh, we always get opportunity to watch all the preseason games because it gives me an opportunity to take a look at the Saints, see what they have on their roster, and also it gives me an opportunity to look at the other teams that they have to play to see what those teams are doing. And I do that because I don't want to make an irrational decision, right? Sometimes we look at what teams had last year and we look at uh, them the next year and we think it's going to be the same, but we know that these teams get better every single year because we want the New Orleans Saints to get better, right? For the last couple of seasons, the Saints have missed the playoffs. Uh, Dennis Allen is in his second season as the New Orleans Saints head coach. They made some really good moves via the draft and free agency, but will those moves be able to help the New Orleans Saints get back to their winning ways? Well, let's go ahead and talk about it. But without further ado, somebody hit that ESPN music for me real quick. Yes, sir. Now, as we look at the Saints 2023 NFL schedule, you will see that they play teams out of the AFC South, the NFC North, and of course, their division, the NFC South. Now, you still have the New England Patriots who play in the AFC East. The New Orleans Saints will play also. But let's go ahead and get into it. Week number one, the New Orleans Saints have their home opener versus the Tennessee Titans. Now, we know that the New Orleans Saints last season went on the road to take on those dirty birds, the Atlanta Falcons. And in true Atlanta Falcon form, they cracked under the pressure. They folded like a cheap tent. The New Orleans Saints get the come from behind victory in the fourth quarter down 16 points uh made everybody laugh in the who that nation <laughs> i know i laugh i was actually at that game but the new orleans saints have a home game versus the tennessee titans and if you look at the tennessee titans they were a team in the afc south for the last couple of years they've been the class of that division until the jacksonville jaguars took over and they became the afc south champions and the Tennessee Titans are trying to get back to their winning ways. They had a lot of injuries last year. thus the reason why they took a step back. Trying to move forward. And they're still trying to move forward with Ryan Tannehill as their starting quarterback. Not the biggest Ryan Tannehill fan, but he, he is a guy, no matter who you bring in that quarterback, he seems to beat them out. And you also have Derrick Henry. And I found this very, very weird. H have you noticed... Or did you know this, that Derrick Henry has never played against the New Orleans Saints? The New Orleans Saints have never went up against Derrick Henry. It's always something that happens with Derrick Henry. It's like he's hurt or he's not available, but the Saints never play him. But they will be playing him in week one. And if the New Orleans Saints want to win this football game, they're going to have to neutralize Derrick Henry. We know that Derrick Henry is the straw that stirs the drink. He has always been the straw that stirs the drink for the Tennessee Titans. And that sets up the play action for those down the field throws. There's still uh, some, some guys on the Tennessee Titans team at the wide receiver position trying to figure it out. You know, people are trying to figure out what they actually have. You know, you, you, you lost A.J. Brown a couple of years ago and they have not found the guy. 
to fill his shoes. They they drafted Traylon Burks, but he has been in and out of the lineup. They also have a couple more guys that they've uh, signed uh, via free agency to try to step up, but you, you got to be able to get it done. And the New Orleans Saints, I feel like this is a game that is a measuring stick game because this is a game that is going to be physical because you got to be able to stop Derrick Henry and you got to be able to uh, go out there and perform. Uh, the, def the defense of the Tennessee Titans is really, really good. We all know that. Um, they always uh, seem to get pressure on the quarterback. And this is going to be a tough task for the offensive line of the New Orleans Saints. So we're looking at this game, evaluating what I've seen from the Tennessee Titans. I got the New Orleans Saints winning this football game. I think that you're going to see some mistakes early because it is the first game of the season. But I think the Saints are going to uh, get the win over the Tennessee Titans, and that's going to put the Saints at 1-0. Moving on, the New Orleans Saints have a matchup, a divisional matchup, versus the Carolina Panthers in Charlotte. This game will be on Monday Night Football. The New Orleans Saints are going to Charlotte to take on the Carolina Panthers, and Bryce Young will be the starting quarterback, uh, a young guy who it was, was the first pick overall to the Carolina Panthers. The Carolina Panthers also have a new head coach in Frank Reich who are trying to establish himself within the division. You know that they're going to try to do everything they possibly can to try to uh, get the advantage. I mean, this is an early divisional game, and winning this game early could pay dividends to what can happen later on in the season. If you look at the Carolina Panthers, Last season, they were a team that was relatively young, inexperienced, but they had a really good, solid defense. And because the defense was so good, you know, it gave the offense opportunities to continue to try to go out there and put points on the board. Um, I, I still am a little bit concerned when I look at the Carolina Panthers offensive line. Uh, Bryce Young took a lot of hits in preseason. Uh, you can say maybe that's a testament to what other teams are building, them being able to get pressure on them. We've seen situations where a team's offensive line looked like slow in preseason, and they look like the Great Wall of Dallas in the regular season. But I feel like the Carolina Panthers' offensive line is going to be a little bit of a concern. And I also think that Bryce Young, you know, the fact that he's young, he's still going to be figuring it out. I got the Saints winning this football game. Um, of course, it's going to be a divisional game. I don't think the Saints are going to blow out uh, the Carolina Panthers, but I feel like the New Orleans Saints will be able to do uh, enough to be able to kind of rattle the rookie uh, in this game. I got the New Orleans Saints winning this game, uh, and that will move the New Orleans Saints to 2-0. and oh. Then the New Orleans Saints go on the road. They go to Lambeau Field, and they take on the Green Bay Packers. Not the Aaron Rodgers Green Bay Packers. No, 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 no. Not them. They will be taking on the Jordan Love Green Bay Packers. And Jordan Love, to me, there's a lot of unanswered questions. I mean, is this guy the future of the Green Bay Packers? I have the opportunity to see him play in a couple games throughout his time uh, in the NFL. You know, when Aaron Rodgers goes down, they pretty much solidify, uh, you know, their division or their, their playoff spot he gets in the game. And... I'm not really that impressed, but I've been hearing a lot of positive things about him. Uh, a lot of reports are saying that he improved as a quarterback. To me, that remains to be seen, but I, I think that the New Orleans Saints are going to win this football game. I think that the Green Bay Packers are a team, uh, you know, I think they're going to be much better than people think that they're going to be. 
but I just think that the New Orleans Saints, they have enough veteran leadership on this team. Uh, it's early. You don't have to worry about the weather. You're not going to Lambeau Field in December where it's, uh, you know, freezing cold below zero. This is a, a game where I feel like the Saints could possibly win. It's an early game. Uh, it's a game that I feel like the New Orleans Saints can get up early on the Green Bay Packers, which will cause, uh, you know, Jordan Love to be able to take over this game to try to throw all over the place. And at this stage of his career, I don't think that he's ready for prime time. So I got the New Orleans Saints winning the game versus the Green Bay Packers, and that moves the Saints to 3-0. and And we move on. The New Orleans Saints are back home, and they have another divisional game, this time versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are trying to figure out life without Tom Brady. Oh, boy. I have not heard from Tampa Bay fans the way I was hearing from them over the last couple of years. I mean, it wasn't a day that went by that I didn't hear Tampa, Tampa Bay, Tampa, Tampa Bay. Man, we about to dominate the division. We about to take over. Well, I don't see that same type of energy in 2023. And it's probably because their starting quarterback is Baker Mayfield. Now, Baker Mayfield is a guy who has, you know, had some ups and has some downs. Uh, I really feel like Baker Mayfield is much better than people give him credit for, but he has no Tom Brady. And Kyle Trask, his backup, is no Tom Brady. And I just think that that defense is getting a little bit up there in age. You know, you, you got some guys out there that are some leaders, of course, but I just think that you can have the best defense in the world. If your offense cannot get it together, they cannot get into the end zone, and they cannot uh, be a cohesive unit you ain't winning nothing. And quite honest with you, this is really setting up this season in 2023 from the looks of it, like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. So I have the New Orleans Saints beating up, slapping around the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and this will move the New Orleans Saints to another victory. Yes, I got the Saints beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, putting the New Orleans Saints at 4-0. Now, the Saints move on. This time they go to Gillette Stadium and they take on the New England Patriots. Now, if you've been following the New England Patriots, you know there's a little bit of a, a quarterback controversy, right? Is it going to be Bailey Zappi? Is it going to be Mac Jones? I don't know which one is going to be. Quite honestly, I don't care, okay? I mean, it's basically like that, that picture that you see a Spider-Man pointing to another Spider-Man that's pointing to another Spider-Man. If you got Bailey Zappi, you got Mac Jones. They won in the same. But I do feel like when you look at the New England Patriots, they are a veteran team. They have veteran leadership defensively. And I think that their defense is a lot better than people give them credit for. They still got Matthew Judon out there that was dominating last season. They got a lot of guys in the secondary, guys that have a lot of experience. And not to mention, this is a home game. And you still have arguably the greatest coach that has ever lived in Bill Belichick. I got the Saints losing. That's right, losing this game in Foxborough over... I got the New Orleans Saints losing this game against the New England Patriots. Look, uh, I think that this is going to be a tough game. I think that this is going to be a game that the New Orleans Saints are going to be going back and forth. Wouldn't even surprise me if the Saints have the lead the majority of the game. But we all know that Bill Belichick is king at taking away things that you do best. I, I expect for him to be able to do some things to make Derek Carr a little bit confused. And we all know that 
you know, if the offense isn't moving and being as effective as it should, that's a recipe for disaster. So I have the New Orleans Saints losing this game versus the Green Bay Packers, and that will move the New Orleans Saints to four and one. Moving on, the New Orleans Saints will be taking on the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans, they will be playing this game in Houston. Now, the Saints played the Houston Texans the third game of preseason, and I, I, I kind of chuckle when I say that, uh, quite frankly, because let's just be serious about this. You know, this wasn't the same game. This was preseason. Uh, teams aren't going to show you too much anything. You know, it's pretty going to be it's going to be as vanilla as ice cream. So I, I'm not looking at week number three of preseason and thinking that this is going to be the same game. Uh, CJ Stroud uh, showed something in that game. He showed that he's making all the throws. He gets better every single week. And I think around this time, he's probably going to be settled in, uh, you know, a few games under his belt. Maybe it slows down a little bit. Maybe he gets a little bit more comfortable in what he's doing. So this is going to be one of those games where I feel like, you know, the New Orleans Saints are really going to have to get after the rookie. But the Houston Texans, I like the Miko Ryans. I like what they're trying to do defensively. Heck, I like what they're doing offensively. You know, you got Tank Dale out there. You got Mechie out there. Uh, man, you got some really talented offensive players that are young and hungry. But I still think that the Saints, with their experience and a combination of their youth, I think that the New Orleans Saints are going to knock off the Houston Texans this time around. I got the Saints beating the Texans, and that will move the Saints to 5-1. and one. Moving on, we got the Saints taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jacksonville Jaguars won the AFC South last year. They won a, man, that was an exciting playoff game they had versus the Los Angeles Chargers. The tail of two quarters, of course, if you watch that game, Trevor Lawrence throwing four interceptions, four picks in that game. I mean, throwing more picks than Razor Ramon, Chico. But he still weathered the storm. He showed a Warriors mentality. He came out in the second half, and they won that game. Look, Trevor Lawrence... And, and Doug Peterson were a match made in heaven. I think that Doug Peterson definitely was saved. I think that Doug Peterson definitely saved Trevor Lawrence's career because if Trevor Lawrence would have stayed with Urban Meyer, he probably would have been looked at as a bust. But we know that Doug Peterson is a quarterback whisperer. He, he knows how to get the best out of the quarterback. And now you look at the Jacksonville Jaguars, there's a lot of talent on that team. They got Evan Ingram out there to tight end. Uh, they got uh, Kirk out there, Kristen Kirk. Uh, you got Calvin Ridley, who they uh, made a trade for uh, from the Atlanta Falcons to bring him uh, to Jacksonville. And he looks like he's rejuvenated, rejuvenated and excited to be there. I got the New Orleans Saints winning this football game, though. You know, I think that Jacksonville is, is a really good team. I think that they're underrated. I don't think that it was an outlier the way that they played and the fact that they won a division. I think that they are a really good team, a damn good team. But I think the Saints have something to prove this season. So I have the Saints winning this football game, and that puts, puts the Saints at 6-1. and one. Moving on, the New Orleans Saints will be taking on another rookie quarterback. At this time, Anthony Richardson, who was appointed the star of the Indianapolis coach, he will be taking on the New Orleans Saints. They will be taking on the Colts in Lucas Oil Stadium, an away game. So the Saints will be playing the number one quarterback taken, the number two quarterback taken, and the number three quarterback taken in Anthony Richardson. 
Anthony Richardson possesses all the skills that you want, right? I mean, he's big, he's physical. People are comparing him to Cam Newton. Still saying that he's a project, but you can understand why the Indianapolis Colts are salivating at the thought of what this guy could possibly be. But I just think that you're still going to have to go through some things. Uh, this is going to be exciting. Um, I expect for a guy like Anthony Richardson to use his legs. You might even see him run a guy over or two. But I just think that they still are trying to build something out there in Indianapolis. Saying Steichen, I feel like he is the answer. We've seen what he did with Jalen Hurts with the Philadelphia Eagles. Had him uh, on an MP MVP trajectory. And I think that, you know, he's going to do some things with Anthony Richardson. But it won't be in this game. I have the New Orleans Saints beating the Indianapolis Colts and uh, moving on to seven and one. Next, we have the Saints uh, taking on the Chicago Bears. This will be a home game for the black and gold. Uh, the Chicago Bears, uh, they're looking to bounce back. Uh, they decided that they were going to keep Justin Fields, even though some people thought that it was time to move on from him. I don't know what people think. You know, I mean, a man can't protect himself. That offensive line was just absolute slaw. Who in the heck was he drawing to? You know, for the most part, all he had out there was Moody. And now you, you have some talent that, that is out there that you can actually, you know, build with. I mean, you got more who you got from the, the Carolina Panthers via trade. Uh, that's, that's a guy that can really pay dividends for uh, Justin Fields to take that next step. Uh, you know, you got some help in the running game. The offensive line that you, you got some guys through the draft. So you're trying to protect your quarterback. And I expect for Justin Fields to take a step forward. Uh, I, I expect Justin Fields to be all over the field. I expect for him to make plays, move around in the pocket, maybe even frustrate a couple Saints fans that's in the crowd. But I think the Saints are going to win this football game because I just feel like the Saints are better than the Chicago Bears. This should be a exciting game. Um, I don't expect for the New Orleans Saints to blow out Chicago at all. I expect for Chicago to be there uh, till the end, but I still have the Saints winning this football game. That will move the New Orleans Saints to 8-1. and one. So, uh, as of right now, after nine games, the New Orleans Saints, I have them at 8-1, and one, man. So, <laughs> so it, it, from the looks of this schedule and what the Saints have done, uh, have done as far as the offseason. I'm really been impressed. And uh, I think that because of this, this is the reason why I decided to uh, have them at this point 8-1. But now we move on uh, to a game where the New Orleans Saints will be playing the Minnesota Vikings, huh, of course, in Minnesota. Uh, why is it that the New Orleans Saints constantly play uh, the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota for some apparent reason. Like, even the game last year, it was supposed to be a quote-unquote home game for the Saints, but they played that abroad. Uh, it always seems like they have to play Minnesota in Minnesota, unless it's, you know, something else that's going down. But nevertheless, here we are, the New Orleans Saints taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, it's just something about the Minnesota Vikings. I don't know what it is, uh, but they, it seems like they always have the New Orleans Saints number. Um, you look at Kirk Cousins. Uh, he always plays some of his best games versus the New Orleans Saints. Uh, he's about as mediocre as you, as it gets. No disrespect to him. I mean, just look at the record. I mean, the record that he has just symbolizes mediocrity. But we know that this game is going to take place at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that's around the time where Kirk Cousins really performed well. Now, if this was a primetime game, probably would have a different story for you. 
Uh, but I have the Minnesota Vikings knocking off the New Orleans Saints in Minnesota. I think the crowd is going to play a huge role. Uh, I think that um, you're probably going to see some really good throws. And I think you're going to be uh, really, really frustrated as a New Orleans Saints fan. It's going to be one of them games, you know, the Saints that always, the Saints always seem to have you know, during the season, a game where you're like, man, how are we losing this game? This is going to be that game. I have the New Orleans Saints losing to the Minnesota Vikings. That will put the Saints at eight and two. Next, we have the New Orleans Saints taking on <laughs> the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons did a lot of things in the offseason, trying to get better. Desmond Ritter, they went with him at the starting quarterback. Still got Drake London out there. They say he improved. You got Kyle Pitts out there. Hopefully, they can find a way to utilize him. You got B. John Robinson, the guy who was a star running back, the best running back taken in the NFL draft. Uh, you got Tyler Algier out there, who's a big bruising back. Cadell Patterson, who actually serves in that more of a Taysom Hill role. Then you have the defense, right? You have the New Orleans Saints light out there. You got Caden Ellis. Uh, you got David Ayamada. Uh, you got Jesse Bates out there. Look, I mean, you got A.J. Terrell. So the Atlanta Falcons, whether you like them or not, they're trying to get better as a team. And uh, I just think that the New Orleans Saints still have the Atlanta Falcons number. I think that the New Orleans Saints are going to win this football game versus the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. I think that the Atlanta Falcon fans are going to be excited because I feel like at this stage, they're probably going to have a winning record too based on their schedule. And I just think that this game is going to pay dividends later on down the line um i think that this is going to be a knockout drag out brawl i think that uh, atlanta is going to be salivating trying desperately to try to beat the saints especially the way things happened in atlanta last year i think they're going to want to send the atlanta falcon fans home happy but it ain't happening all right <laughs> i got the new orleans saints winning this football game and that moves the saints to nine and two uh next the New Orleans Saints have a home game. They will be taking on the Detroit Lions. Uh, we know that the Detroit Lions and the New Orleans Saints have something in common. I mean, the majority of their coaching staff, uh, you know, were, were you know, spinoffs of the New Orleans Saints, right? I mean, you got Dan Campbell out there. He was with the Saints. Uh, Aaron Glenn, he was with the Saints. Uh, you know, you got Alex Azzalone out there. He was with the Saints. You got C.J. Garner-Johnson. He was with the Saints. Man, y'all get the deal. But I, I like the Detroit Lions. I think they're going in the right direction. I, I do feel like they're probably going to take a step back, you know, because people are excited about them and they have expectations. And, and for some apparent reason, Detroit just never lives up to those expectations. But I think they will in this game. Look, I think that one person that I feel like is a star in the making, and that is offensive coordinator Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson is a guy who could have had a head coaching job. He was a guy that was interviewed by the Houston Texans, and he's a guy that I feel like is going to be a head coach next season. Who will he be coaching? Who knows? But I think that his his way of playing, his way of coaching the offense, he has Jared Goff playing really well. Seems like he has a resurgence of his career, and he has that offense rocking. So I think that the Detroit Lions are going to beat the New Orleans Saints in this game. It's going to be a back and forth game, but I think Detroit are going to knock off the Saints and that's going to move the Saints to nine and three. Next, we have New Orleans Saints taking on the Carolina Panthers, this time in the Superdome. And we know that the Saints are going to be playing the Carolina Panthers early in the season. This is going to be an early game, right? And I said that Bryce Young 
you know, is young and he's inexperienced and that offensive line still has some work that they need to do. But this game is going to be deep in the season. Season almost going to be over. It's in December. And I think that you're probably going to see the Carolina Panthers playing a little bit better. And I feel like this is going to be a game where the New Orleans Saints are going to lose. Now, I know some people are going to look at this and be like, the Saints have back-to-back home games, right? You got them losing to Detroit and losing to Carolina at home. Look, let's just call a spade a spade. Over the last couple of years, the New Orleans Saints have played better on the road than at home. That home field advantage that the Saints had when they had Drew Brees and it was tough and the crowd was loud and it was disruptive and you know the Saints were going to beat a team by four touchdowns, those days are over, okay? That's nostalgia at this particular point. And I feel like the New Orleans Saints are going to lose this game to the Carolina Panthers. I feel like the Carolina Panthers probably going to be a little bit more desperate trying to stay close to the Atlanta Falcons, trying to stay close to the Saints. Notice I ain't say Tampa because I don't believe in Tampa. Sorry, it is what it is. But I have the Carolina Panthers winning this football game, and that's going to move the Saints to 9-4. and four. Next, the Saints have another home game. So the Saints have three straight home games in a row. Man, shouts out to the, the schedule makers on that one. They will be taking on the New York football Giants. Uh, last time we seen the Saints and the Giants in the Superdome, it was an exciting game, especially for Jameis Winston. I think he completed like 10 passes in a row. I mean, he was about the hottest fist grease, but that was just one of those games where you just scratch your head and wonder how did the Saints lose that game. They lost the game in overtime to the New York football Giants. Big run by Saquon Barkley, but I just think that the Saints are going to be motivated. Some of those guys that were a part of that game are still on this team and they're not going to want to let history repeat itself i don't believe in daniel jones i don't care how much money that you paying him i understand he he got some wheels i understand he got an arm but brian dayball uh the party's over okay i think that last year the giants caught a lot of teams by surprise people wouldn't expect the giants to be as good as they were and people kind of you know took them for granted because you know they weren't very good over the last few years but now the Giants were, are a playoff team and they have everyone's attention. So I have the New Orleans Saints winning this game. This is going to put the Saints in a double-digit win column. Then that's going to move the Saints to 10-4. and four. So Saints are 10-4 and four at this point when they take on the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, and another team that I feel like is in the Kayla Williams sweepstakes. Look, Matthew Stafford, they traded for him. He got him a Super Bowl. But Matthew Stafford, over the last couple of years, has been dealing with injuries. He's getting up there in age. And you have to ask yourself, as a Rams uh, member of the Rams coaching staff, a member of their front office, how long will Matthew Stafford be able to hold up? And maybe it's time for you to look at that succession plan. Look, a lot of people thought that Sean McVay wasn't going to come back. But I just think that the Rams, all those years, trying to get the best players in the world, uh, manipulating the cap, I'm, I'm just wondering to myself how the Rams were able to get some of that talent. They had Von Miller, uh, Aaron Donald, and Jalen Ramsey on their defense. I, I don't understand how they did that. It's like they playing Madden with the, the franchise uh, with the with the salary cap turned off or something. I don't know what it is. But uh, I think that this is one of those years where, you know, you're going to see the Rams suffering. And I think that this is going to be one of those games where the New Orleans Saints uh, go to Los Angeles and get the victory. I have the New Orleans Saints winning the game over the Rams, pushing the New Orleans Saints to 11 and four. 
Next, we have the New Orleans Saints taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers again, this time in Tampa. And uh, this game, I feel like this is going to be one of those games where people are frustrated, mad, wanting to get uh, Ty Bowles fired. They're going to want them out of here. They're going to want something new. They're going to want something fresh if you're a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. And uh, I just think that the Saints are going to be picking at the bones at this particular point. So I got the Saints winning uh, this game, moving the Saints to 12 and four. And uh, next, we have the New Orleans Saints. And this time, they are closing out the season. This time against the Atlanta Falcons at home in the Superdome. This is the final game of the season. Uh, this is going to be a game that might decide who wins the division. Now, I know that sounds funny to some people, but I, I think that the Atlanta Falcons are going to be a lot, a lot better than people giving them credit for. Uh, in, this, in this case, I have the New Orleans Saints losing. That's right, losing to the Atlanta Falcons in the Superdome. Uh, I, I think that the New Orleans Saints are still going to win the division. I think that they're probably going to win this division by two games. And uh, But I think that the New Orleans Saints are going to uh, lose this football game, and that's going to put the New Orleans Saints at 12 and 5. And there you have it, Who That Nation. The New Orleans Saints, according to yours truly, will finish the season 12 and 5, which will make them a playoff team and the NFC South champions. But of course, I would love to hear from you. What do you all think about the Saints 2023 schedule? What games do you think the Saints are going to win? What games do you think the Saints are going to lose? Comment down below, like, and share this video. Thank you so much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. Previous episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Anchor FM. Till next time, all I got to say is, who that?